Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, the Bucks come up losers tonight to the Dallas Mavericks, and it wasn't. Uh... I, I'm getting frustrated with the Brewers' offense. Tim and I just did the post-game show after that. I'm getting frustrated with the Bucks' lack of defense defending the three-point line. Again, and I understand. This was going on with Jason Kidd. Now it's going on with Boonholzer and has been going on with Boonholzer. And, well, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, Spark. Don't worry about it. And I've said the whole time, hey, these games mean nothing. Means nothing. Once the full season starts, then... Then we'll talk about what it truly means at the end of the day. But you lose to the Dallas Mavericks in overtime tonight, 136 to 132. And the game is what it was, right? It was a pretty good basketball game going back and forth. Yes, you were allowing wide open threes, fine. But when you got to overtime and you allowed three consecutive open threes, in a couple of situations, you didn't even run to close out the shooter. You just sat there and looked at the person, said, go ahead, shoot it. And then they drained it in your face. I I just, I'm sorry, but this is going to be the death of them if they don't figure this out and figure it out rather quickly. We're going to have Sidney Moncrief on, and and I know Sid, I don't think he really worries about it as much. Because again, if we go back to the Jason Kidd philosophy, go ahead, take as many threes as you want. It's not a high percentage shot, but... In the league today, with as many guys as you have that can shoot threes, it's a different game. And it is, it's going to be a problem if you get a team that gets going from outside in a series. Grant you, they have to do it more than one game. I understand. But for the love of God, can we at least run at people and act like we're trying to defend the three? Please. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. 
on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, time to go inside the box score as the Bucks lose tonight, 136 to 132. Giannis, 33 minutes, 13 of 26 from the field, one of seven from three. That's the other thing. Can I just harp on that for a sec? When, when you're in a late-game situation and you're down three, I like the fact that he likes to shoot the three, but we don't need to come down and pull up as literally Porzingis was 10 feet off of him and said, go ahead, big fella, shoot it. Let's see what you got. Everybody, everybody in the gym said, go ahead, shoot it. If you make it, the Mavericks live with it. Odds are you're not going to, and he didn't. Just know who you are. That's all I'm saying. Giannis, 13-26, 1-7 from 3, 7-14 from the free throw line, 34 points, 13 rebounds, an assist, 5 block shots, and 4 turnovers. Middleton, 36 minutes, 8 of 12 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3-point range, 3 of 3 from the line, 21 points, 11 assists from Middleton, 6 boards, 5 turnovers, 9 turnovers between Middleton and Giannis. Brooke Lopez, who had a great game, Brooke Lopez was phenomenal. 12 of 27 from the field, 6 of 12 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line. Brooke Lopez, 34 points, 7 boards, 2 blocks, and not a single turnover in 35 minutes of action. Eric Bledsoe, 31 minutes, 6 of 10 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line. 15 points, 5 boards, 4 assists, a couple of turnovers. Both times going, trying to go behind the back in traffic. Wesley Matthews, 28 minutes, 2 of 4 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. 6 points, 3 boards, an assist, a steal for Wesley Matthews. Off the bench tonight, 9 points for George Hill on 2 of 6 shooting, 1 of 5 from 3. 7 boards, 3 assists, a steal. 8 points for Pat Connaughton, 3 of 7 in 24 minutes of action. 2 of 6 from 3, 5 boards, 5 assists, 1 block. Bucks shoot 47.5% from the field tonight. The Dallas Mavericks uh, on the evening in the bubble down in Florida. They shoot 41.7%. Bucks 15 of 44 from three, 34.1%. Dallas 17 of 53 for 32.1%. Free throws 23 of 34 for the Bucks. Got to do better than that at the line. 67% only. 23 of 25 for the Mavericks. Good for 92% from the line. Rebounds. Fairly even, 55 for the Bucks, 54 for the Dallas Mavericks. Turnovers on the night, six. Six only uh, for the Dallas Mavericks. 13 for the Bucks. nine of them coming from Giannis and Chris Middleton. 136-132, the Dallas Mavericks uh, take out the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. It's time to get the perspective of tonight's game from a Hall of Famer. I love the city of Milwaukee, the Bucks organization. A Bucks legend. It's all about the game, and I'm just blessed to be a part of the great game of basketball. Sidney Moncrief joins the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Check out their new and certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles off of I-43 North at Silver Spring Drive on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, City Moncrief joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Bucks lose 136, 132 in overtime to the Dallas Mavericks. Sid, your thoughts on what you saw tonight? 
Oh, that's my bedtime, Sparky. I don't know if I can give you an analysis or not. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's got jokes. He's got jokes. <laughs> All right. I, I saw I saw a Milwaukee Bucks team that, as usual, competed extremely hard. They tried different lineups. I was very impressed with the bench at certain times in the ball game. Execution down the stretch continues to be a problem. The inability to put Giannis in situations to where he's drawn a double team and he's passing the ball out and creating more assists, hockey assists and more assists. Again, the Mavericks had 37, I think, assists compared to Milwaukee's 26. I might yep, be off that's correct. Bit. No, you're right. Uh, but to me, it's still a game of ball movement for the Bucks and making sure that the assist totals are very high. And we did not see that tonight. We saw Lopez have an outstanding game down the stretch. Coach Bud, rightfully so, decided he wanted a smaller lineup so they could switch Luca's pick and rolls and try to stop his penetration, which we still could not do. Their ability to get in the paint, extraordinary player, let me just say that. But his ability to get in the paint and expose the Bucks defense without Lopez down the stretch, I thought was a, was a huge key in this ballgame. You know, Sid, uh, you, you bring up Giannis. From your perspective, do you think they need to use him more as a facilitator than maybe they do once they get to the postseason? I think that teams are starting to figure out we're not going to put a we're going to put a man and a half to stop his penetration, but we're not going to put people running at Giannis because he's too good of a passer, and they rather him score two points than him opening up passing and getting three-pointers and getting everyone on the team involved. Strategically, teams have made the adjustment, and now Giannis and the Bucks have to somehow find a set or something to put Giannis in to where he draws the defense to him, double teams, so now we can get that crisp ball movement cut into the basket. That's one thing that made us so, so, so very good last year and also most of this year. Do you think this Bucks team, Sid, is better off when they're playing big or better off when they're playing smaller? It's hard to say because Lopez is, Lopez is our best overall offensive player. I was thinking today he can shoot foul shots, he can post up, he can offensive rebound, he can shoot the three, he can pass. Can he, do? he can pass. Yep. You just about have to have him on the floor, I think, because he, he's just such a force. I'm not even thinking about tonight. He had a, a phenomenal night. But even on his average nights, he's still a guy that you, you want to have on the basketball court. Yeah, you have been on the uh, Brooke Lopez uh, bandwagon from the jump. It's not like you're new to the bandwagon necessarily. What did you think of Bledsoe's game tonight? I thought he played with a little more pace, a little more pep in his step. Uh, I like the in-between shots that he made defensively. We have to still get him and other players active with their hands. We used to create so many more deflections and turnovers than what we're creating, especially tonight. Uh, but I, I like the way he played. His conditioning is coming back. His confidence is stepping up. He just needs to continue to improve, and he should be okay by playoffs. There's so much talk about the Western Conference being the Lakers or the Clippers and so forth, and rightfully so. Like I, I get all the talk, but 
Nuggets are playing well. This Mavericks team is capable of of, of beating teams as well. I just don't know if it's going to be as easy as everybody thinks for the Lakers and Clippers in the West. No, I don't see the Lakers being the team, period. I just don't think they have the, the, the key word chemistry right now. They don't have players uh, in the right position that are consistently making plays. They seem to be really out of rhythm. The Clippers, I like the way they play the game of basketball. They seem to adjust to people coming in and out of the lineup probably as well as any team. Toronto, of course, they're in the East. That's a little different. But I think uh, as far as the East, Toronto certainly, I think, the team to beat along with the Bucks, And in the West, Houston will create some problems along with, obviously, the Clippers. He is Sidney Moncrief. Got your mind for each and every game here on The Fan. I will let you go to sleep now. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy uh, an off day tomorrow for the Bucks as well. Yes, I will enjoy my evening, and we hope to uh, – we will get a, a win the next ball game. We'll get a win. We yeah. just keep moving. Yeah, just keep moving. Just wait to the pl- just right. waiting for the playoffs to start at this point. That's really all it is. Just keep moving. Just That's right. waiting for the playoffs. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Take care, Sid. There he is, Sidney okay. Moncrief on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. It's your passion on growing your home. Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Billy and Brown Deer, you're next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. What's up? What's going down, man? What's up, Billy? Man, I'll tell you now, man. I, I just want to ask you a question. Sure. If I, if I had you, you know, pick pick out, out, out of a survey, who takes the game winning shot for the Milwaukee Bucks? Who would you pick? We had the same conversation last year or two years ago or whatever it was. Right. Yeah, I mean, you do. It's hard It's hard pressed to say that you want Giannis to be that guy. Sparky, it's hard to understand. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there watching, and, and I hear everything you said. And you're right. And everything you said can be fixed. Not helping so much in the paint and going out to the three-point. They yep. can fix that. Sure. But you know what they can't fix, man? They can't fix the lack. The lack of being able to handle the pressure moments and finding the one guy who's supposed to handle the pressure moments. I don't see how George Hill got the ball in his hands at all. Last time he had the ball in his hands, he the was pressure wide. moment he played for the Cavs. He was wide open, too. Wide, he was wide open, but wide you know, see what happened when he was wide open. Middleton could have hit the post. If you watch it again, I'm yep. sure you did, Sparky. I believe you. Yep. You saw Middleton could have threw that ball in the post, right? Sure could have. And guess what? Guess what could have happened? All those missed free throws, all those missed pull-up jumpers, could have all resulted in perhaps one free throw made to win the game. But we'll never know because guess what? We got an MVP probably two times. Two-time MVP, maybe defensive player of the year too. And won't throw him the ball. Why don't you throw him the ball? That's what that's we shouldn't be talking about overtime. Yes, we failed overtime. How do you not throw Giannis the ball, dog? Yep. No, I mean that's that is a an absolute great point. And you know the other thing about all of this is if you look at that Dallas Mavericks team, for instance. Yeah. You know Porzingis was the guy in New York for the Knicks. They, right. they couldn't win, but the big dude, right? So now you're asking him to go be that guy at the end and. Here in Dallas, he doesn't have to be that guy at the end. Luka can help. be the guy that creates and, and gets him that shot if he is going to be the one taking the last shot, or Luka goes and, and and is that guy. And I just, again, Middleton's an all-star, right? And and he's he's good. 
but he's not superstar good. And then you could argue, well, LeBron's a superstar. He can create his own shot, but they're not the same players. Not at all. They're when, not the when, same when players. Dallas had the, when Dallas had the ball, Luka had the ball every single play. Every time. He may, took the shot or he made the pass, but they said, yep. it's going to start with you. And as Spark, I'm going to tell you a little, little fun tidbit. Back when, uh, when Middleton first got here, I met you at State Fair when he first came. I met you. We had a we're, we're white polo with the black sure. black pants. Yep. And I met you guys at State Fair. And I said, okay, this Middleton guy, he was a, he's the second round kind of kind of guy, part of the draft. And I said, okay, okay, and he's still here. But I I got I still got to say, he's still the backup kind of guy. Nobody thought he'd be this good. What we got? I'm gonna tell you that much. He's doing his thing. But I I gotta ask, man, Sparky, you you if you were the coach, would you not have said, pass Giannis the ball in the post? For sure. My yep. man. I just want to make sure I'm not going crazy over here. I thought I was. Going no, crazy. you're not going crazy. But but again, everybody's got to trust everybody else of who's going to take that shot. And we all honest. we all know <laughs> this team and this coach is three point happy. Like he's all about get the get the guy with the wide open shot the the ball and let him take the wide open shot. And the fact that it was a three and it was George Hill of all people. And again, George Hill was hitting the three earlier in the season. But since they've been in the bubble, George Hill has not been the same player as he was prior to the the pandemic wiping out the season. He just hasn't been. And Brooke Lopez, who wasn't the same player as last year earlier in the year, now all of a sudden is starting to shoot the ball better. Got to go to. We should have went to Brooke for the last few losses we had. Brooke is doing his thing. Sure is. I'm saying if we gonna if we're not gonna go to Giannis. Go to the other big dog doing something big. Yep. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate right, it, Billy. Take care, bro. Yep. Take care. There he is, Billy Brown Deer. Good dude. Uh, calls from time to time. Mavericks over the Bucks tonight, one thirty six uh, to one thirty two. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, drive of the game and a 136-132 Bucks loss tonight to the Dallas Mavericks. Austin, the lane the other side of the glass, aka Austin, Texas, normally here. I'm doing uh, the Bayview Shed and Blind post game show with Tim Allen, and he was because Tim and I co hosted that show uh, while the Bucks game was getting done. So Austin's been here through that, and now he's here for the Bucks as well. Came up with this highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Giannis driving and stuffs it against Kleba. They had to be careful, didn't want to pick up that sixth foul. Actually, that was not, that was courtesy of ESPN. But either way, uh, that highlight, uh, that made it 117-112 at that point. Highlight courtesy of ESPN. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Come back on the other side. We'll eye up the enemy, tell you what the Dallas Mavericks did. And Luka just doing triple doubles. That's what he does. Also still to come, we'll hear from uh, Coach Budenholzer tonight. And we'll also uh, get our defensive play of the game. All straight ahead here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Studios, here on The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. 
Let's come up on a losing end tonight to the Dallas Mavericks. 136 to 132. Giannis uh, leads the way with the Bucks, 34 points, 13 boards. Also, Brooke Lopez, 34 points, 7 boards. He was 6 of 12 from long range was Brooke Lopez. Defensive play of the game. We go back to Austin Delaney, Austin, Texas. He finds us this highlight courtesy of ESPN. Hardaway hits Burke, who has his shot blocked by DiVincenzo. Five on four with Burke, slow to get back on defense. Connaughton rising and canning a three. Timeout, Rick Carlisle. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. All right, time to eye up the enemy. And uh, Dallas Mavericks, a pretty good basketball team. Uh, pretty good basketball indeed. And Luka Doncic uh, is a really good basketball player. 42 minutes for Luka tonight. 12 of 24 from the field. 3 of 9 from 3. 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Get this line. 36 points for Luka. 14 rebounds. 19 assists. A steal. He played 42 minutes and had two turnovers. That's all. Just two. Uh, Finney Smith played 43 minutes, 10 of 19 from the floor, 6 of 12 from 3, 1 of 2 from the line, 27 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, a block. In 43 minutes, Finney Smith had zero turnovers. Zero. Porzingis played 40 minutes. He was 9 of 24 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3, 7 of 7 from the line, 26 points, 11 boards, 3 assists, 1 block. He played 40 minutes, had zero Turnovers. Their starting five had a grand total of three turnovers played. Three. Giannis and Middleton had nine between the two of them. Nine. Eleven total in their starting five. And and again, we can talk about defending the three and lack thereof, and that is an issue for certain. Turnovers has also been an issue as well. Now, the number I always go off of, and I should ask Moncrief the next time we have him on, I, I always tend to say, if, if we're less than 14, the Bucks, I'm pretty okay with that. If it's less than 14, I'm feeling pretty good about it. If it's more than 14, then I start to get a, a little bit concerned, I guess, uh, at the end of the day. That, that's kind of where I sit uh, on that one. Uh, all right, time now to hear what the coach has to say. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. All right, let's hear from Coach Mike Budenholzer after the Bucks lose 136-132. to 132. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Austin, Texas, other side of the glass, producing the show today. So we broadcast live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios here on The Fan. Here is Coach Mike Boonholzer. Um, Obviously, another night we're going to talk about execution down the stretch uh, as you guys blew that lead late. Just what do you think happened in those final couple minutes? Were you happy with the shots that you were getting? 
I mean, we'll have to look at the tape, but certainly there were some really good looks uh, that we got. And, you know, I, I think the execution tonight was, um, you know, the other night it was pretty easy to point to it. Maybe we'll go back and review it and feel differently, but I thought we got some good shots, some good opportunities. Um, you know, we really, to me, our defensive execution is probably where we needed to be better. You know, we needed to come up with a couple of rebounds we didn't come up with. Um, we fouled them late. Um, a couple different times we fouled them. So, you know, to me, it felt like the defensive execution could be better, um, particularly just finishing the finishing the possession. We got hurt on a couple offensive rebounds. I know in that Rockets game, we talked about the debate between going Giannis and Chris to close and Brooke to close. You went with Brooke on the on that post up for, I think, your second last offensive possession. Happy just with the way that he was going the whole night that that felt like the way to go? Yeah. No, I mean, I'll live with that. He got basically to the you know front of the ram and took a good jump hook and spacing was good execution was good you know we just didn't uh he didn't make the shot i'd take that all day rachel nichols at a game on night that is a potential eastern conference finals matchup when there's games like that with someone who could be in your playoff day how much do you worry about showing them stuff in a game like this versus just doing your best stuff no, I mean, we, we usually just play. We're not very tricky. So, um, you know, we're just going to go out and play. And Toronto's, uh, you know, very good. They've been together a long time, very smart team. So, you know, we'll see how we feel coming out of tonight. And, um, you know, but it's, it's great to have these good teams and these good games. Um, and I think it's, it's really great preparation for get you ready for the playoffs. Ben Steele. Hey, bud, you know, talking about your defense, you know, the, the Mavericks have such an efficient offense, especially this year. Like, what kind of challenges do they present to you on the defensive end? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think they've got a really dynamic player in Doncic. The ball's in his hands a ton. Um, you know, they do a good job of spacing the court around him. Um, Porzingis is unique and dynamic in a pick and pop or pick and roll. Um, so he's, you know, those two guys just, Create a lot of pressure on your defense, and you know Finney Smith has improved. You know he hit six threes tonight, so credit to him. And um, they made just enough plays, made just enough shots, um, you know, to get us. Eric Woodyard, coach. When you look at a player like Luka Doncic, so young in his career, I mean, game planning him and seeing you know his trajectory in this league. Has it been in many guys that you compare to him, just this young in his career, two years in the league? Um, boy, as a guard, um, you know, with the ball in his hands as much as it is, there's nobody that, that jumps to to my mind. Um, you know, I mean, Tim Duncan as a second-year player was pretty amazing. Tim Duncan as a first-year player, but they're they're built very differently. Um, so, you know, there's been some great players come into our league and done special things in their first year or two. But, um, you know, with the ball in his hands the way it is, um, you know, to do the things he does is uh, is very impressive. Kane Pittman. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about Brook Lopez a little bit more as well, particularly that second quarter, 21 points I think he had. I mean, he was scoring inside, he was scoring outside. How impressed with you be, have you been with his offensive play since coming here? And then just a final little one, uh, sat out the last three and a half minutes. Was that purely a, a minutes load thing? He played 34 minutes, which is a lot for him. Yeah, no, Brooke was phenomenal tonight. You know, he played really, really, um, you know, great on both ends of the court. He was, you know, active. 
um, a problem in the paint. And, you know, on the other end, he was making threes. He was scoring the paint. And, yeah, you know, going into the overtime and really figuring, finishing regulation, Brooke had played a ton of minutes. And so, um, you know, certainly um, your competitive juices are flowing and everybody wants to win. But, you know, I think, you know, a little bit of my task is to, to look at the big picture and probably just conserve Brooke a little bit, you know, keep him uh, in a good place. And we know we uh, we want to be here a long time. We want to be healthy, you know, keep our guys in a reasonable minutes and build them up. And, um, you know, so it's mostly just about that. Eric name. Uh, we've seen Giannis go through rough patches from the free throw line, and we really hadn't seen one in the bubble at all until tonight. Um, obviously, I know he got hit below the belt, and that might have contributed a little bit, but just what did you see from him from the free throw line, and, you know, how do you kind of try to help get him through that? Yeah, you know, we feel like he's just, you know, improved so much as a shooter and in general, and so, you know, he'll get in the gym, he'll work on it. Um, you know, so I think he's just got to keep playing through it you know, have ultimate confidence and, you know, be, you know, he plays so much with, uh, you know, the aggressiveness to the rim. He's going to get to the free throw line a lot. Uh, we have full faith. He's going to go there and make them. So, um, you know, anytime he's getting to the free throw line, that's a great thing for us. Great. Thank you, bud. All right. Thank you guys. You know, that, that, that is something, again, he throws up an air ball and, and so forth, but at the end of the day, you as a team cannot shoot 67% from the line. You just can't shoot 67% from the line. And the reason they shot 67% from the line was because of Giannis. That's the reason. If you take Giannis out of the equation, you're probably around 90%, 80-some percent. George Hill didn't miss a free throw. Chris Middleton didn't miss a free throw. Lopez missed one. Bledsoe missed one. Marvin Williams missed one. And DiVincenzo missed one. Giannis missed seven of 14. That's how your free throw differential gets brought down is because he's not in his free throws. And it's something that, again, every time you criticize Giannis about something, about, well, he doesn't do this well enough or he doesn't do that well enough, he's well aware of it. This isn't breaking news to him. He works on everything. Nobody's going to outwork that kid. Nobody. It is what it is at this point. He's just not a very good free throw shooter. He's doing the best he can, and... As I've said in the past, and I'll say again, I, I can only hope and pray to God that they're not in a situation to win an NBA Finals or have a chance to go to the NBA uh, Finals, and it comes down to him shooting free throws after free throws after free throws after free throws in the last two or three minutes of a game, and he's got to be the one that we're banking on to hit those free throws to get there. I hope we don't get put in that situation. That that's That's my own personal hope. 136-132, Dallas Mavericks over the Milwaukee Bucks. The Mavericks won, yes, but you're always a winner at Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Always conveniently located off I-43 North at Silver Spring Drive, blocks away from the Bayshore Town Center in Glendale, only 15 minutes away from anywhere in Milwaukee, and they just got commercial vehicles in last month. They got their Sprinter vans in, their Metris uh, Mercedes-Benz vans in as well. And if you've never seen one of these things, they're amazing. My old boss, uh, Tom, has completely built his the inside of his completely out and almost made it into like an RV. He's got hot water. He's got a fridge. He's got uh, like a hot plate stove in there. He's got a full-size bed in there, the whole deal. And he's retired now. And they're traveling around the country, him and his beautiful wife. And it's beautiful. And you can do the same thing if you wanted to get one of those. 
or if you own a business, a plumbing business, an AC business, whatever, and, and you're looking to upgrade uh, to a better vehicle for uh, the people that work for you, perfect way to go about it, right? They service them. You can buy them from them uh, over there. It is a great deal. Austin Dell can help you out with all those details. And on select vehicles right now, if you're not interested uh, in one of those two uh, vehicles I just mentioned, the, the the Sprinter or the Metris, if you're not interested in that, no big deal. It's no big deal. They have 0% financing on select vehicles as well right now at Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Just ask for Austin Dell, the sales manager, uh, and tell him Sparky sent you. He'll take great care of you and help you find the Mercedes-Benz. That is a great fit for you as well. It's the only greater Milwaukee Metro, best of the best Mercedes-Benz dealer in the city. Into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks come up on the losing end tonight, 136 to 132 to the Dallas Mavericks. Giannis had 34 and 13, but Brooke Lopez really was the story of the night. 34 points, seven boards, couple of block shots on six of 12 from three, four of five from the free throw line uh, for Brooke Lopez. And we will hear from Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez, I should say, momentarily. He'll be your Chevy MVP of the game. Find what's next. Check out the new. 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at Wisconsin Chevy.com. Let's go inside the locker room now and hear from the aforementioned Brooke Lopez. Hey, Brooke. Um, obviously, you had a lot of shots go in tonight, but it's probably that little hook shot in the fourth quarter that doesn't go in that kind of sticks with you. Just what did you see on that play and, you know, just a tough close for you guys tonight? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's stuck. You know, I, I got right where I want. I got to my spot and it just uh, hit back rim. You know, I got to make that. That's on me. Uh, it's, it's my bread and butter for me. I've been doing that my whole career. It just didn't go down tonight. So you get that one and then you you guys get a wide open three to the best three-point shooter in the league and he misses it. Just how do you kind of go through that in your mind that you, you executed, it It just didn't go your way? We did. We had, I mean, you put it perfectly. That, that's succinct. It's beautiful. I, I love the way you did that. that. That's what happened, you know, and we, we definitely had our chances. I thought we played super hard. Obviously, Luca, KP, a lot of their guys, you know, they, they played great as a team. They shot the ball well. Uh, but, but it was great to be in this situation because it's good for us to learn from these. You know, we haven't had a lot of these situations all year long. So there's a lot we can take from this. We've been facing a lot of different looks these past few nights. And so it's going to be good for us come the second round, conference finals, whatever, you know, we're, we're, we're going to look back at these games. I feel like we'll see a lot of similar looks. I feel like people are watching these games and they'll, they'll come back and benefit us. Ben Steele. Hey, Brooke, as, as a big man, how hard is it to guard the Mavericks' offensive attack, you know, with all, all, the way they spread the floor with all that shooting? Yeah, they do a great job of being unselfish, moving the ball, sharing the ball. It all starts with Luka. I mean, he's just – he's magic out there, the way he controls the game, uh, you know, and everyone just completely buys into the system, you know, and uh, they had a great shooting night tonight. They moved the ball so well, and again, Luka just – really controlled the game for him on that end. Rachel Nichols. Uh, you guys play the Raptors on Monday. 
possible Eastern Conference Finals is what you're going to hear for the next 48 hours. Um, <laughs> uh, what is difficult about playing them? You know, they also have no quit. They have no quit. Uh, Coach Nurse uh, has them doing a lot of different things. You know, you had to juggle injuries throughout the season, have lots of different rotations, and they, they still come out so competitive, putting a fight in, you know, just – playing smart, playing together. They do it both offensively and defensively. So, you know, uh, whatever whatever they go out and do, they're going to do it 100%. They're all going to buy it. Zora Stevenson. Brooke, a lot of you guys talk about using these games to get better. The clutch situations are great for you all. With three of the seeding games left, what do you feel like needs to be accomplished for you all to feel like, okay, hey, we're ready for the playoffs? I think we feel like we're ready for the playoffs. Uh, you know, it's not really in our DNA as a team to, you know, kind of go out there and just kind of walk through these uh, these games or these next three games. You know, obviously we're going to go out there, do our best, compete, keep learning, uh, and take it a game at a time. You know, obviously it's not quite playoff time yet. Tim Reynolds. Hey, Brooke, I, I know – games have only been going on again for a week and a half so the sample size isn't huge but scoring is way 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 up in the bubble for some reason why why do you think that is i don't know i guess everyone's comfortable here you hear some people complaining about the bubble but i think a lot of people are enjoying it apparently Lori nickel Hey, Brooke, do you remember when Kyle Korver said, though, that it's like a shooter's atmosphere down there with the kind of dark background and stuff? Do you think that's part of it a little bit? And, and like, it seems like you have to generate your own energy on defense, but offensively it's this sort of sanitized environment? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I do remember when Kyle said that. Um, you know, and obviously we're, even though we are playing on different courts, they all kind of feel like the same arena. So it's not like we're going from Milwaukee to Philly, Miami, back to Milwaukee or anything like that. It's, it is pretty consistent in that regard. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. No real injuries to speak up for the Milwaukee Bucks. Relatively healthy at this point. Everybody's returned uh, from their COVID quarantines and so forth and gotten back up to uh, game speed here. Connaughton looked pretty good tonight. Bledsoe played 31 minutes. Uh, didn't look horrible. A couple turnovers, but... Yeah, nine from Giannis and Middleton, so you can't really get on blood cell uh, about that. So overall, Bucks are relatively healthy right now with only a, a couple of games to go left here in this bubble for the regular season. And then the postseason starts, thank goodness, and these games will really count at that point. Uh, Joel tweeted earlier uh, this evening, Sparky, you think that the virtual fans is something permanent the NBA is going to have from now on? I think it's a good idea. I know uh, they may want to make money, but... For example, once everything goes back to normal and games are in Fiserv, uh, would they do that? I, I don't know. I mean, look, you have to understand where those things are. I mean, in a normal stadium, those things would be in the way of paying seats. So from that perspective, I don't think you're going to see that in the regular season. Um, I don't know if there is a way to... I, I don't know how you would do it. 
I mean, the only way I could think of possibly doing it, but again, now you're you're getting involved with money, would be, you know, like on the scores table and stuff like that, where you have the rotating billboards and so forth. Maybe if you put, you know, two or three and rotated different fans on there uh, and maybe have a some type of a sponsor billboard superimposed or something like that or right underneath the fans' pictures that would rotate throughout the game. Um, just one main sponsor, maybe that's a way to do it. So, you know, let's say you have 10 or 12 virtual fans and their faces rotate on this thing uh, throughout the game on the scores table so you can see them on TV and the sponsor's, you know, logo or whatever is right there the entire time. Maybe that's one way to do it. But they're not going to give up money to have virtual fans when they can put butts in the seats. I just, I, I don't. I don't think that's going to be a thing. Uh, Big Dog 45 tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan been a frustrating return watch in the Bucks 2 and 3. And look, meh. Soon the games will count the pre-bubble Bucks team show back up. I think you've seen pre-bubble Bucks team uh, in spurts here. You definitely saw it in the second half of that Heat game where they stepped up a little bit. Uh, I don't think they played necessarily horrible. They started off horrible. Uh, but I thought they played okay. But again, my, my biggest frustration is when you're not even coming close to challenging three-point shots, and guys are just wide freaking open. That That's what drives me crazy. Sean tweets at the fan, You said it, Sparky. That pack line-style defense along open threes is an antiquated approach. Too many guys in the league can make that shot now. Our defensive style would work real well against the Bucks. Sadly, uh, that is Sean tweeting at 105.7 FM, the fan. Bootsy, he chimes in as well. Refs are calling these games like playoff games, and Giannis isn't getting any superstar 50-50 call, but getting practice trying to game plan for playoff-type games. The whole Giannis superstar thing, I I don't know. I mean, I I guess I I would need to be made aware of calls as they happen maybe on social media of, okay, Spark, that should be a call that he should have gotten. That's a call that... You know, the late great Kobe Bryant would have got. That's a call that LeBron wouldn't have would have gotten in that same situation. That's a call that he's not getting that he deserves uh to get at this point. You know, point them out to me and let me know uh which ones are those calls that you think Giannis should be getting at this point. I'm not saying that you know he's getting all the calls, because I don't think he is getting all the calls necessarily. Uh, but just point out to me from time to time on social media, tweet at me at Sparky Radio or at 105.7 FM, the fan. I'll see him either way during a Bucks game. And just let me know. But, okay, 3.30 of the first quarter. Go back and look at it. That should have been a that should have been a superstar, a privilege call one way or the other, either for Giannis or, or ignoring the fact that Giannis fouled somebody. They shouldn't have blown the whistle because, well, he's, you know, going to be a back-to-back MVP. Point it out to me. Let me know. And uh, so I can see if I get down with you and agree with you uh, on that one. So the Bucks, they come up losers tonight, 136-132 in overtime. The Brewers, they come up losers uh, at Miller Park. They're now 0-4 at Miller Park, 4-1 to the Cincinnati Reds as their offense continues to be pathetic. Uh, well, the Brewers back in action tomorrow, and we will have the fellow windows and doors of wisconsin on deck show tomorrow at noon with the franchise tim allen of course faith in the zone from eight till nine in the morning and at night here on the fan and during our public service programming uh tomorrow i'm actually uh doing an interview uh with people uh that are building a tiny home village they already have one in racine they're building one in milwaukee 42 different units 
Uh, and it's a very cool thing for veterans uh, who are homeless or need a place to live and so forth, and they try to get them on their feet. Check that out uh, tomorrow morning here on The Fan from 6 to 7. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.